The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. In my area, they're saying that it's going to be the shortest winter in many, many years. I hope you're enjoying it. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024, Wednesday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. John Bosco. Born in 1815, he was ordained in 1841. His service to young people started when he met a poor orphan in Turin and instructed him in preparation for receiving Holy Communion. He then gathered young apprentices and taught them catechism. After serving as chaplain in a hospice for working girls, Don Bosco opened the Oratory of St. Francis de Sales for boys. By 1856, the institution had grown to 150 boys and had added a printing press for publication of religious and catechetical pamphlets. By 1850, he had trained his own helpers because of difficulties in keeping young priests. In 1854, he and his followers informally banded together, inspired by St. Francis de Sales. With Pope Paul IX's encouragement, John gathered 17 men and founded the Salesians in 1859. Their activity concentrated on education and mission work. Later, he organized a group of Salesian sisters to assist girls. St. John Bosco died in 1888. St. John Bosco, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Here's a morning offering from St. Francis de Sales. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, proceed for me. Jesus, today we are in a place that's so familiar to you. Let's read the Gospel and meet you there in Nazareth. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? Are not his sisters here all with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. 
so he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Lord Jesus, we remember in John's Gospel how it was said, with John being inspired, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Well, this in general with the people of Israel, but how particular here in Nazareth, you came to give your very self to people you know. You had been brought up there. You knew most all the people. You had dealt with them in many ways, and you came to start there what you could do everywhere else, to give them the good news. You took a scroll there, it says in Luke's version. Scroll, and you read, after unrolling it, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim liberty to captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This scroll from Isaiah is about messianic signs, and you, Lord, are the Messiah. And you said, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Maybe that was shocking to them. And you said then, as in the Lucan version of your visit, Surely you will quote me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you do in Capernaum. And you said, again, like in Mark's version, I tell you no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. Oh, Lord, I want to think of how you felt. You came to give yourself, and we know this leads to the cross and such gift. And yet, here it is, people, they're not receiving you. Perhaps they're looking as a curio seeker for some miracle or something, or like the Pharisees in a defiant way, show us some sign. But you knew their faces, you knew their hearts, you knew it would be difficult. And what is this to me, Lord? I ask of you because I too have a hometown. I do have people I love. And questions come up, difficult questions. What about my siblings, children, friends? who have strayed from the faith, just drifted away. What about people I know? They've had children, and they're not baptizing them. And what about my brother or my sister? How can I help them return to God? Some might say that are older, what about my 17-year-old daughter? She says she doesn't believe anymore. What should I do? These are fair questions, and we too have to face them with a hurt heart. Lord, how hard it was for you to hear this from people you love. They didn't really take it in well. Perhaps we do know the statistics. Lord, we can read about it if we look it up or even just think about it, that the largest body of believers of you, Lord, in the country of the United States and perhaps every country are Catholics. And certainly here, and I believe it's the same in almost every country, um, as far as Christians go, that the, the second largest body of believers, at least the United States again, what who are they? They are fallen away Catholics, lapsed Catholics. And we know many of these people, they're loved ones of our own. And so the question comes to me, Lord, how, in looking at your heart and your hurt heart, my heart hurts, how can I get them back? How do I bring them along? How do I bring them back personally? There are parish initiatives, and I know this, Lord, but I know you want me to be like you out there 
with the people, close. You spoke to many, but you spoke most deeply to ones one at a time, especially the wounded ones. You met them, you touched them, you spoke with them directly. Yes, Lord, where and how do I begin? St. Pope John Paul II, in his canonization homily of St. Josemaria, said, To fulfill such a rigorous mission, one needs constant interior growth, nourished by prayer. St. Josemaria was a master in the practice of prayer, which he considered to be an extraordinary weapon to redeem the world. He always recommended, in the first place, prayer, then expiation, in the third place, but very much in the third place, action. It is not a paradox, but a perennial truth. The fruitfulness of the apostolate lies above all in prayer and in intense and constant sacramental life. This, in essence, is the secret of the holiness and the true success of the saints. That expiation for their past sins and mine, we can also call sacrifice. So what do we have? We have prayer, sacrifice, and action. Where do I begin with prayer? I can begin with vocal prayers. I can say so many famous and wonderful novenas and prayers that can help for my friends, for my family. I can help improve their character and mine from afar by this wave of going to you, Lord, with these fixed prayers and saying them faithfully. I know you want to get through to them in another way. I know it's the great way of mental prayer the conversation with you, Jesus, like we're having now. I ask you for my friends. I ask you for my family members who have strayed. I ask you to give them fervor and excitement to come back to it, and sorrow if they've strayed in a sinful way. Let me ask for them that way. Let me ask on my side that I might grow in virtue, that I might grow in love for you, and find how could I be then a better instrument I could be by being more in love with you myself, Lord. I could go at that sacramental life that St. John Paul II talked about. I can go to confession myself. I can go to Mass myself. I can prepare to be a better speaker to them by being a better speaker with you in that mental prayer and in that time of Holy Communion when I talk with you. I can talk to you about them and their virtues, their tendencies, their temperament, our relationship with them, mine with theirs, and how it could be better. What would that mean? Jesus, you will help me to see my wounds and them, their difficulties, mine, how they suffered wounds from others to make living the faith difficult. Perhaps it will be even that I discover that they just drifted away. There was no big argument or wound, but they just got busy. How can I? show that I love them, what will that mean? Because if they see my excess of zeal and their lack of it, they may be repulsed if I'm not careful. They may see that I just want them to be just one more target of evangelization, of apostolate, instead of really the heart of a friend, a brother, a sister, a parent, whoever just wants to share that joy that they have inside them. I want to share that joy with them. In some cases, there can be a rift, a thing that keeps us apart, 
that keeps them from coming back to you, Lord. Perhaps they had a bad experience of some kind. Perhaps they had a bad experience with me. And what is needed? Forgiveness. There is a novena to St. Josemaria. If we put it into the internet, we'll find it. But it has these nine days and asks for nine things. For peace of heart, for understanding and forgiveness, for overcoming pride, for conquering anger, for overcoming resentment, for overcoming family quarrels, to take the first step to return good for evil, for Our Lady's help. There may be a lot here, and I have that hope, Lord, because you suffered these hurts in the heart of not having them close to you, and I want to help them love you and heal the places in my heart because our our relationship with them could be better. I first want to be holy and have a great relationship with you, Lord, and then I will know you will help through me in other ways also to bring them home. In your lifetime in Palestine, Lord, you met up with, one might say, hopeless projects, people far away, discouraged, depressed, wounded, even sinful, and you never gave up on them, Lord. Give me that same heart of yours. You will love them through me. You will find the ones of today that are in that same condition, and many of them are part of my family. Mary, I go to you asking you for your intercession, that I may be a good instrument, that I may pray, sacrifice, and then find my way through your grace to action. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. John Bosco, January 31st, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins right now as we join the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your praise. Worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the Flock. Alleluia! 
the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless, Bless the, the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. My soul. Give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. 
he made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. 
From the First Letter to the Thessalonians As regards specific times and moments, brothers, we do not need to write you. You know very well that the day of the Lord is coming like a thief in the night. Just when people are saying, peace and security, ruin will fall on them with the suddenness of pains overtaking a woman in labor, and there will be no escape. You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. Therefore, let us not be asleep like the rest, but awake and sober. Sleepers sleep by night, and drunkards drink by night. We who live by day must be alert putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. God has not destined us for wrath, but for acquiring salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, that all of us, whether awake or asleep, together might live with him. Therefore, comfort and upbuild one another, as indeed you are doing. We beg you, brothers, respect those among you whose task it is to exercise authority in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them with the greatest love because of their work. Remain at peace with one another. We exhort you to admonish the unruly, cheer the faint-hearted, support the weak, be patient toward all. See that no one returns evil to any other. Always seek one another's good, and for that matter, the good of all. Rejoice always, never cease praying, render constant thanks. Such is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not stifle the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test everything, retain what is good, avoid any semblance of evil. May the God of peace make you perfect in holiness, may he preserve you whole and entire, spirit soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls us is trustworthy, therefore he will do it. Brothers, pray for us too. Greet all the brothers with a holy embrace. I adjure you by the Lord that this letter be read to them all. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God has not destined us to endure his wrath, but to win salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that we might live in him. God rescued us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his own beloved Son, who died for us so that we might live in him. From a letter by St. John Bosco, priest. First of all, If we wish to appear concerned about the true happiness of our foster children, and if we would move them to fulfill their duties, you must never forget that you are taking the place of the parents of these beloved young people. I have always labored lovingly for them and carried out my priestly duties with zeal, and the whole Salesian society has done this with me. My sons, in my long experience, very often I had to be convinced of this great truth. It is easier to become angry than to restrain oneself, 
and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. Yes, indeed, it is more fitting to be persistent in punishing our own impatience and pride than to correct the boys. We must be firm but kind and be patient with them. I give you as a model the charity of Paul, which he showed to his new converts. They often reduced him to tears and entreaties when he found them lacking docility and even opposing his loving efforts. See that no one finds you motivated by impetuosity or willfulness. It is difficult to keep calm when administering punishment, but this must be done if we are to keep ourselves from showing off our authority or spilling out our anger. Let us regard those boys over whom we have some authority as our own sons. Let us place ourselves in their service. Let us be ashamed to assume an attitude of superiority. Let us not rule over them except for the purpose of serving them better. This was the method that Jesus used with the disciples. He put up with their ignorance and roughness and even their infidelity. He treated sinners with a kindness and affection that caused some to be shocked, others to be scandalized, and still others to hope for God's mercy. And so he bade us to be gentle and humble of heart. They are our sons, and so in correcting their mistakes we must lay aside all anger and restrain it so firmly that it is extinguished entirely. There must be no hostility in our minds, no contempt in our eyes, no insult on our lips. We must use mercy for the present and have hope for the future, as is fitting for true fathers who are eager for real correction and improvement. In serious matters, it is better to beg God humbly than send forth a flood of words that will only offend the listeners and have no effect on those who are guilty. The people brought little children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples tried to discourage them. Jesus saw this and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. He that receives one such child in my name receives me. Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Let us pray. O God, who raised up the priest St. John Bosco as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that, aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus teaches the people who've known him for years in his hometown. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, January 31st, 2024, the Memorial of St. John Bosco. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord experiences the fact that the hometown crowd 
is usually the toughest one. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. He went away from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get all this? What is the wisdom given to him? What mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter? The son of Mary and brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and among his own kin, and in his own house. Jesus could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands upon a few sick people and healed them, and he marveled because of their unbelief. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. This reading serves as a kind of transition from the early life of Jesus, the so-called hidden life, to his public ministry. The people of Nazareth knew Jesus and his family. They were just like any other in the town, and they just couldn't see the Messiah in him. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. After some time, Jesus returned to his hometown of Nazareth with his disciples. There his mother would have greeted him with great joy. Perhaps it was the first time those first followers of the Master had seen the place where Jesus had spent his early years. In Mary's house, they would be given the opportunity of recovering their strength. We can see Our Lady being particularly attentive to them and serving them as nobody else had ever done. In Nazareth, Everybody knows Jesus. They know him by his occupation and by the family he belongs to. He is the same as anyone else. He is the carpenter, Mary's son. As happens to so many people in this life, our Lord followed the occupation of the man who was his father here on earth. This is why they also call him the carpenter's son. He had taken up Joseph's trade, Joseph having already died perhaps some years previously. Anyway, his family, watching as it did over the greatest of treasures the Word of God made man, was simply one more family in the neighborhood, but one that was loved and appreciated by everybody. The Word made flesh, willed to share in human fellowship. He was present at the wedding feast at Cana, visited the home of Zacchaeus, sat down to dine with publicans and sinners. In revealing the Father's love and man's sublime calling, He made use of the most ordinary events and details of everyday social life and illustrated his words with expressions and imagery drawn from everyday living. He sanctified those human ties, above all the family ties that are the normal basis of social structures everywhere. He willingly observed the laws of his country and chose to lead the life of an ordinary craftsman of his time and place. Jesus must have remained at his mother's home for several days and have visited other relatives and acquaintances. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue. The people of Nazareth were amazed. 
a man who made furniture and farm implements, who had often repaired such items for them when they broke down, was speaking to them with astounding authority and far greater wisdom than they had ever heard. They could only recognize in him what was human, could see no more than they had observed for thirty years, the most complete normality. It was hard for them to discover the Messiah behind such normality as this. Our Lady's occupation similarly was that of any other housewife of her place and her day. She spoke in the particular manner proper to Galilean women and dressed in the same way as the women of that region did. Joseph's workshop, which Jesus had inherited, would be exactly like others to be found in those days in Palestine. Perhaps it would have been the only one in Nazareth. It would have smelled cleanly of sawn and planed wood. Joseph would certainly have charged the usual rates for his work. Perhaps he made it easier for people who may have had financial worries. But being a just man, he charged what was fair. The tasks carried out in that little workshop were those proper to that trade. They did a little of everything. Their work might involve constructing a beam, making a simple cupboard, mending a crooked table, planing down a door which would not close. They would hardly have made wooden crosses there, as depicted in some pious paintings. Who would have placed such an order with them? They did not import timber from heaven, but had it supplied from the neighboring forests. The inhabitants of Nazareth took offense at him. But Our Lady certainly did not. She looked on him with immense love and admiration. She understood him well. Meditation on this passage of the Gospel, which indirectly reflects Jesus' early life in Nazareth, helps us to examine whether our ordinary life, filled as a rule with ordinary work and normality, is a way of sanctity, as was the life of the Holy Family. It will be such a way if we try to live it with human perfection and honesty as well as with faith and a supernatural outlook. We must not forget that by remaining where we are and doing our work here on earth, we are gaining heaven for ourselves and at the same time helping the church and the whole of mankind. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out 
the Valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoes. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not be silent, for Jerusalem's sake I will not be quiet, until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication, and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken, or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight, and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has robed me with, with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will, I will praise, praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. 
Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will, I will praise, praise my God, God all the days of my life. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your, On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have I set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who raised up the priest St. John Bosco as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that, aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning, and later yet, it's Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Rolliford Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.